0: Test one, two. Test one, two. Check, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.
1: Nick Reynolds. Steve Harness. And Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Take one.
0: It's The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. All of Brewski who dons a denim vest for today's program. It's worth <laughs> a look, uh... If you go to YouTube, uh, you can see our whole podcast. And you looking good today, Brewski.
1: Well, Thank you, uh, sir.
0: And Harness yeah. is
2: all in black like a ninja. Right, I'm doing my Johnny Cash thing today. The Man in Black. Reno is right down there. Maybe I'll shoot someone there today. The <laughs> oh, no,
1: don't so. say that. No, why would you shoot a man in Reno, Steve? Just to watch him die.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why else would you do it? Yeah. That's what every every crime down there is based on that premise. Yes. Johnny Cash 101.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you boys are looking good today. Uh, come to our website, communicate with the show, see all our uh, needed socials at vocalminority.net And welcome back for another uh, exciting program here. Today's a big day, boys. Is it? It's a glorious day in this world of ours. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, let me just, I'm going to, do you guys mind if I try and tune in a little radio station here? I want to see sure. if anything's playing. We're all, right. we're all fans yeah. of radio. Yeah. We're trying to leave it, but... It was early Monday morning. I turned my TV on. We really
1: haven't enjoyed your stay. And you must be moving on.
0: Like a boy without a brain, a teen man without a heart. Life man's on fire, must be moving
1: on. Boy without a brain, man. On fire. moving on Goodbye, Tucker. It's so nice. See you failing in your life. Try to stop your point of view. Hope all your dreams won't come true. Goodbye, Tucker. See you later. Moving on. See you later.
0: We're moving on, see you later Don't come back round here See you later Moving on (laughs) Don't come back round here Goodbye, Tucker Carlson (laughs) You wasted piece of flesh It's time for you to go Uh, That's impressive
2: That's an impressive little song parody That your uh, local radio station smacked together already
0: Oh, what radio station that was? What a singer, though, right? I, that was yeah. I heard
2: harmonies going on in there. Like, <laughs>
0: that was <laughs> aggressive. Goodbye, Tucker Carlson. Oh, dude, I got to tell you, this is well. It's so funny on the group text of the show today. I was like. Uh, Tucker, uh, was Brusky on that text? Yeah. Yeah, bro, uh, Tucker Carlson out. Uh, Steve said, you mean Don Lemon from CNN? <laughs> I'm like, no, dude. No. You
2: can confuse the two easily. Yeah, I'm very. It was the
1: two for today.
2: It was weird because I saw the news alert Don Lemon fired from CNN, and then Nick texted me, hey, Tucker Carlson's out. I'm like, there's no way... Both of them just got canned in the same moment, but apparently that is exactly what happened on this fine Monday. And and Tucker Carlson, go tuck yourself, you mother Tucker. Like, just yeah.
0: get, get the tuck out of here.
2: What a glorious day to be alive to watch to watch Tucker. Dominion. The walk
0: I mean, well, here's the thing. Like, uh, there's so many reasons they're talking about the fact that he's out, right? Well, Do yeah. we give props to Dominion and you know the backlash from all of this? I don't think uh, so. the, You think so? I don't think so. Okay.
2: Neither do I. I think there's something going on there that none of us are aware of yet. You know, yes, the Dominion lawsuit settlement was last week, and everyone expected there to be some sacrificial lamb. Probably someone on the board, though, like probably not an on-air person, or if it was, one of the lower on-air people. I think he diddled somebody. (laughs) Well, You know, something crazy.
0: uh, I was watching MSNBC earlier, and they brought up a valid point. They were like, uh, when uh, Fox News isn't saying anything about it, or you Using this to their advantage to say, like, you know what, Tucker Carlson said something on the air. It was too far. We don't agree with it. We're going to let him go. Right. But they let him go quietly, and it's the same way that they let Bill O'Reilly go. Right. And it was for you know, I don't know, sexual harassment, uh, yeah. all that allegations,
2: stuff. payoffs, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so maybe he's going to keep that you know prime time tradition alive.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, so I did see that that Hobbit feet down in Georgia. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a funny name. I haven't heard it.
1: Oh, yeah. You haven't seen her? Look at that picture of her at those White House correspondence dinners. She wore open toed shoes. She had no business doing so. Like there were there, are, there are NFL players with better feet than her. Even Frodo um,
2: was like, "Cover those feet up." What the hell? Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. Um, but she said people are going to stop watching Fox News. Yeah.
2: Yes, I got a whole article about a bunch of conservatives either flipping out about it or essentially calling for a boycott of Fox News, like "I'm out of here. Who's with me?" kind of thing. And yes, again, cancel culture. Oh, <laughs> yeah, know, dude. What is
0: the deal with uh? Do, do you think he has uh, something in contract even if He's fired to uh, no compete, or can he run over to a truth social OAN, any of these uh, conservative news outlets? Valid questions. Some states don't even uphold non-competes
2: anymore. But if you're fired for cause, usually you've got some either window to wait out, or you might just be free and clear because they canned them. So listen, at some point it's going to have to come out. But you're right. The fact that Fox News didn't stand up today and go because of the Dominion settlement and things Tucker said were were letting him go, they haven't connected those dots. And um, he's way too big of a character over there to be the sacrificial lamb. So there's something else going on. It'll come out. Give
0: it time, but uh, uh, because it will make him look good. Yeah, because I was all tuned in on this and uh, other things today. I, I know nothing about Don Lemon. Why, why was he let go? He's a lemon. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> lemon Law? <laughs> right.
2: Yes. Uh, no one's announced anything about that either. You know, I mean, he's been buttonheads heads of CNN for a while. Sure. Well, this whole thing with Nikki Haley did not help him, but that was a while ago. There's no way they took this long to fire him for it. So. Well,
1: you, you you know who the new head of CNN is.
2: Yeah, one of Trump's buddies, right?
1: Well, Chris, no, Chris Licht. And Chris Licht uh, used to be um, Joe Scarborough's hatchet man over at MSNBC. Joe Scarborough and Chris Licht were trying to paint Republicans in more of a, a – a, Uh, fair or light and they wanted they wanted msnbc to be more welcoming of republicans
0: uh if you want us to receive republicans better at msnbc uh and i say us because i'm a loyal faithful uh uh, viewer listener uh i mean i'll go check out other stuff but that's my source uh, you know that i trust uh change the culture dude we didn't always treat republicans like this we're saying such bad things about you because you're acting uh, poorly i mean republicans don't want to go on
2: msnbc because they know their feet are going to be held to the fire and they don't want that crap so
1: especially with Mehdi hassan Mehdi is really good he's really tough on a lot of people
2: right but Facts I will, are funny that way so
1: yeah well and I will say that, that you were right about one thing Steve the person yeah. who owns CNN now is a Trump mega donor
2: oh, I see before okay. yes. I learned that, the What's Vul- that Nordy with Nick and Steve? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't. Know Always that. learning. I mean, they're out of stars over there at CNN. I don't even know who's left. Is Wolf Blitzer even still a guy over there? But he's still there. Okay. The beard. Maybe they need some sort of younger-ish, edgy kind of show that's going to discuss pop culture news and will work for well, much less than Don Lemon gives. Right. News. Yes. Is it
1: now? Is it isn't Se Cup over there?
2: Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now she's. Don't get me wrong. She's hot. I love her. Uh, as far as how she looks politics wise she's she's moderate republican and i think that's kind of what licht is trying to run over there anyway is more of a moderate republican sort of thing
2: she's a a conservative idiot on some topics but i have applauded her on some others she tends to be a little more common sense which is old school republican so sure maybe but i don't know we'll see but i definitely can't wait to find out the real story on tucker carlson and yeah what his contract allows does he get to run over to oan or but those networks don't have the same reach they're not on as many cable networks and and anything that would screw Fox over is ultimately good for us so yeah we'll what happens but yeah, yeah. dance of joy for for whatever it is whether it's transparency truth not lying on the television but he's gone and hallelujah
0: you know it was mere months ago that we everybody included uh, conservative Republicans all of us heard that he was lying, and there was solid proof of him lying and saying that you guys were stupid, everything else, and you continued to watch him, and now you continue to feel bad that Tucker Carlson is gone. There's nothing to feel bad about, dude. Well, that's the funny part. The
2: conservatives they're freaking out because they lost their puppet. They're talking yes. Ed that would spew their garbage <clears throat> for him. That's what they're upset about. He's no Edward R. Murrow uh, award-winning, you know, <laughs> journalists out there speaking truth. If he's smart, he'll take all that money and just go live on a beach somewhere it's
0: to get through a work shift he yeah. has to uh pretend like he's an actor i mean that's how he morally gets through the shifts on his program is just pretending to be an actor and and lying right. to himself that way you're that right bow tie helps him from throwing up all the time from all the lies <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's It's seems real real, real tight <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this is need to know news news you need to know hello americans this is paul harvey Stand by for news. Stand by for news. You are here for need to know news. News you need to know. Ooh, yeah. The vocal minority, Nick and Steve Olabrewski, welcome to the show.
1: Who's got an article? Who's going first? You know, huh? I'm, happy, I'm happy to lead off. Let's start off with something fun. Sure. You know, we, all, we all know what Brownsville Station and Motley Crue sang about smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> Sure. I, I, you
2: just blew my mind a little. I was literally, two days ago, thinking about Brownsville Station and uh, Smoking in the Boys' Room. And I actually envisioned myself talking about it on the show and asking you guys if you even knew who Brownsville Station was.
0: So,
1: Hell yeah! Great song.
0: I don't know. I don't know who they are. You know, hey, you smoking, know? smoking in the Boys' Room? Sure, yeah, but what's Nashville who,
2: boys what? Brownsville Station is the band that wrote "Smoking in the Boys' Room." Motley Crue yes. later covered it. Ah, I didn't and know that was a cover. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And what, uh, I, I, F- think one of the, I think
1: one of the better songs too.
2: Uh, as far as I know, it's their only song. I mean, obviously they have more. Oh no, no,
1: <laughs> I meant Motley Crue. Oh wow, that's a big staple
2: right there. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say You
1: don't like "Feel Good"? I mean, how I go with come. Live
2: Wire personally. That's my fave. Uh, Crue. Well, I
1: mean, I mean, obviously, you know, "Home Sweet Home." I think is. One as their greatest song, um, lyrically at least.
2: Uh, I have two connections with Brownsville Station. I was uh, I was reminiscing about him this week, so that's where this all came up. But what's your story?
1: Well, this comes from down under, from New Zealand, and so the kids have gotten bored with smoking in the boys' room, and now they have gone on to um, huffing in the laundromat.
0: Hmm. Oh, wow! That's, that's a, a natural evolution of
2: things. Yeah.
1: Yes. So he says a laund it says here, a laundromat owner in Hamilton says he's a dead end over youths climbing into washing machines to get high from huffing deodorant. Wow. This is New Zealand. Hamilton, Fine. New
2: Zealand is where our listener is, by the way. That would make if they were a huffer. So Hell <laughs> you're telling me-
1: they're on.: the air.
2: They're Huffing Deodorant, like the aerosol spray deodorant?
1: Uh, I'm not sure if it's that or if, or if they're doing speed stick, but let's 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 delve it's in and let's find be out.
0: Aerosol. I mean, they gotta be huffing something more than just the <laughs> bar, right? Uh, well, it's let's the land down under, but I don't
1: know. It says we're pretty scared, the owner of the business who asked not to be named. The youths climb climb into or behind the industrial washing machines and then get so high from the odorant that they pass out or spit blood. The oh, owner understands wow. the youths are only eight to twelve years old. Oh jeez.
0: And have
2: wonderful
1: parents. Can yes. you just say we
0: were starting this off with happy <laughs> with well, this, it's, kind
1: uh, of it's it's fun. fun it's fun the kids are, the kids are trying to you know enjoy themselves
0: 10 year olds
2: sure. bleeding through their orifices <laughs> in a laundromat in New Zealand that's well that's fun. That's fun.
1: That's fun. The, it's fun they
2: sit down there though you got to remember so
1: they they're putting the deodorant in baggies and they're hopping from baggies well but that's how you huff there has to
2: be something aerosol based in
0: this equation or it's industrial uh, deodorant you know, that we're talking about here in the laundromat. Maybe this is... They're just putting a stick in the bag? Like and just pump, pump through the out. machines or something, and they take the liquid and huff on it? I don't, I don't get it, but it's making them bleed through the
2: mouth and nose. It's got to be an aerosol can of deodorant. Not that I want to explain to our dumb
0: audience how to do it. <laughs> but, you know. Have you ever seen the effects of someone uh, huffing for any amount of, you know, extended amount of time? Yes. Oh, yeah. It fries their brain. Like, well, I mean, we're talking stupid, stupid, right. you're what?
2: dumb, done. I was just Over. having this chat with Dottie about nitrous. You know, nitrous oh, yeah. is so much fun to do, but boy, the the way it hits your brain yeah. every time I did it, it was just ecstasy for thirty seconds, and then I thought like, I can't do that again. Like, what did my brain just go through to just make me totally fly into the clouds and melt into the couch? And yeah, you know, I mean, it was crazy. It's funny I
0: mean, you mention it because I've even thought as uh, at my age, I've even even thought this year for what reason I don't know that I would like to do some whippets again. Yeah. Uh, just because it's been so long, and I was like, oh, I should do some. Whippets bits But right. maybe I shouldn't,
2: dude. You should do one and then stop. But that's the problem. It's so much fun. But um yeah, so these kids down under—they've got to be doing an aerosol spraying it in the bag and huffing it. So
1: <laughs>
2: I, I guess parents out there, be aware. If your kids uh, are just like, "I need another can of deodorant, mom," I really stink today. Then.
1: I mean, it's it's better than than paint, I suppose. I mean, no, I don't know that it is. <laughs> I, don't
2: know uh, better. I, I think it's, it's all, all <laughs> the same. <laughs> I think it's all the same. Well,
1: uh, well, it'll be like
2: diet <laughs> version of huffing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, but. Just... <laughs> (laughs)
1: like okay so i used to work at a fred meyer in seattle and we had a hardware store and we had problems with people coming in and shoplifting cans of paint and one time i remember the cops were saying to the guy you know why are you stealing paint and that sort of thing and the guy was saying i didn't steal anything and the cop said your face is gold all around your nose and your mouth is gold don't say you weren't stealing paint to to huff it you know
0: that's where caught Red-handed comes from. Oh, yep. this not. is well, need right. to know news. News you need to know. Welcome, minority. Dateline, twenty twenty-three. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear uh, my want...
2: Brownsville Station connections? Or oh yes. yeah, yeah. Before we move on, <laughs> I apologize.
0: I'm sorry. It's all right, it's
2: all right. Hey, Bruski, pull me up a list of the original band members because one of them I can't remember his name. But okay. Uh, yeah, Brownsville Station was from Michigan, and they had the big hit "Smoking in the Boys' Room." Um, and Mike Lutz was their bass player for back in those days. And then he started uh, playing with Ted Nugent years after that. And then he and the Nuge had a studio in Ann Arbor called Tasmania studios. And it was a really nice studio. And Mike Lutz was a record producer and he was producing South normal when I quit. Hmm.
1: Oh, okay. I have the whole yeah. list of members, both regular, original ones and former members, Mike Lutz, who yeah. was there from 69 to 79 and then 2012 to present. So I guess that means they're still out on tour. Sure. Playing some casino. Yeah. Yeah. Cub Coda.
2: Cub. That's the guy.
1: Okay. So. He died in in 2000.
2: So two things. One. So the Mike Lutz thing. Yeah. He was producing South Normal when I was at the end of the band and I quit. And uh, Mike Lutz actually called me. And uh essentially begged me to come back to the band. He gave me this whole Beatles analogy about how, you know, it's not John and Paul, it's the whole, it's the four of you. The it's the four Beatles, it's not the Beatles four. without Ringo. <laughs> wow.
1: You know? And That's he's awesome. like, it's not
2: South Normal without you. Like, please don't quit. And I just I was at a place in my life where I was done with it, and so I I didn't. But Mike was a good guy and the album they produced after I left, he did a really good job on it. So I don't know what you know Mike has done since then, but they do have a really good studio, him and Dooge and um you know that was cool
0: those were good you were just ready to move on from that friendship
2: uh yeah from that whole phase of life of being in a band and whatnot and by the way he told me in his studio because he had this killer studio in the basement of his house in ann arbor um he was like you know the drummer from the dave matthews band i had him in here two weeks ago recording session tracks for me really yeah
0: what year was that 95 6
2: 96 97 somewhere around there that's awesome dude so Yeah. yeah Yeah, and he ended career. up helping uh, my former drummer in South Normal go on to get studio work for Kid Rock, which then got him picked up by Fuel and Puddle of Mud and some of the other bigger bands he's been playing with nowadays. So, nice. So that was fun. But then yeah, Cub Coda, the uh, guitar player, he was uh, he was uh, full of attitude. And when I first started playing guitar, the first guitar I ever bought, which is that one right over there, eh, the white the one. The white one. Yes. Uh, the the guy that owned the guitar shop, he was like, I know Cup Coda and he does guitar lessons, but only for special, you know, students. So I'm gonna give him your number and you know, you can learn from one of the blues greats. He was in Brownsville Station, smoking uh-huh. in the room. So Cup Coda calls me and it was like, you know, I was giving your name and uh, I hear you wanna be you know a student of mine and he was like, I gotta tell you, kid, like I teach hardcore rhythm and blues only. If you wanna learn the latest Bon Jovi song, then you better find yourself another teacher. And I was said I actually do want to learn the new Bon Jovi song, so thanks for calling. And <laughs> you, know, <I'll> see <laughs> hey, you, you later. let him go? Yeah. Oh man, I, I literally wanted to learn
0: the new Bon Jovi song. That is so funny, dude.
2: I mean, I was 15, and he's coming at me with all the hardcore
0: blues, and all. I'm like, yeah. Imagine well, if he would have given you that foundation, though, Steve. How wow, your musical inspirations and abilities would have changed? I learned it all,
2: anyways, including Wanted Dead or Alive. So I was the true winner of, of that. So
0: you well, are a champion.
1: Oh, now you are a champion. So oh, yeah, small a little history world.
0: in radio, history of rock and roll with... <laughs> South normal, and the guitarist that was. <laughs> All right. Now we can move on to some more news. Need to
1: know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, is a fart. News you need to know. I
0: got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. So we carry forth with another uh, story that I found somewhat interesting, fellers. Uh, in my life, I have only let go of friendships in uh well you know steve and i have been talking about like when you break up with somebody or you leave a relationship that you do yeah. it like in a classy way like an adult but right. i think in my friendship well, not everyone does it
2: that way but that's how mature adults do it yes
0: right exactly that's how you're <laughs> supposed to do it it's healthy
2: the crazier you break up indicates the crazier you are as a person right just yes. for everyone's yes. sort of the metrics
0: out there Uh, and we're glad you're typing that the, um, uh, point to this whole thing is when it comes to my friendships, sure. I've got friends who I guess I've just kind of fallen out of love with over the years and they weren't really done in that healthy way. We kind of just stopped talking one day. Isn't that the right way to do it? I apparently not, dude. I mean, I don't know. How often do you need to break up with a friend though?
2: Like, a friend has to do something very solid for you to just be like, whoa, 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 as of now, we're no longer friends.
0: Uh, I was trying to think of this, too. Other people, you just away, Right. Uh, yeah, I would think that that's mostly the case. But I know, like, even in recent years, just one example. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If we you and uh, you and Brewski became just staunch Republicans, conservatives, and it, were always talking about that stuff. Oh, I, I mean, I think at some hole. point. I'm, yeah, you did. I saw you <laughs> uh, I would think at some point I got to back away. Like, if that's just the new Brewski and Steve, uh, this is your personality. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh but there are five things to remember when a friendship ends and I found it uh well interesting because I haven't done a lot of these. Number 1 yeah. though is sometimes and by the way I am dealing with this right now in my own life. You are. I am. Oh, uh, I- yeah. I'm- I don't know
2: how in-depth I want to get on it, but, you know, I had uh, a couple friend from my previous relationship that they were my friends, and then they became friends of the couple, of the Hindenburg and I. Right. Okay. And since the big, crazy, devastating, horrifically messed up, foul, legal, immoral breakup of last summer, they've stayed friends with both of us, and I'm at a point where I'm really not okay with that. You know?
1: Yeah, I don't blame you.
2: And I'm trying to figure out, like, do I try to be the bigger man and just forget that they're hanging out with this person that absolutely screwed me and my children over? No. Or do I break up with them? And if I break up with them, do I just ghost them? Do I address it like a mature adult? Like,
0: I'm Here's the thing. The What's going to make you feel better in the end? You know, that whole situation, excuse me, that you're referring to is for a couple of reasons you end that friendship first of all like the way that my ex and i broke up we are still very good friends today and there nobody did anything we just fell out of love with each other right uh i would hope that all our joint friends are still friends with both of us but if my relationship had ended in such a poor way like yours did where not only were you affected but your children were affected like uh it's time to choose sorry like, I'm not, you right. choose me. If you choose her, then that makes my choice. Like, I'm bowing out, but you choose. If you yes. still want to remain friends with her, I don't like who you are anyway. At it's the, the core of one. things. I feel like if I tell them you got to pick one of us, then I'm being that jerk that I'm probably being portrayed as on the other side of things. So I think that if they don't pick without you asking them to and the right way, they've picked. Right.
1: Well, here's my question. Yeah. Were you were you friends with them before you met the Hindenburg? Yes. Mm. These were
2: my friends, yes. Okay. And then the two girls became girl buddies, and the dude and I became, you know, buddy. but we all, we all do couples nights out and stuff. And
1: I, I, I get it, but if you were friends with them and for a significant amount of time, yeah. uh, you know, at least a year or so prior to you meeting her, they're basically your friends. Like a, like if we're the, yeah. if we're divvying up friends in a relationship like you divvy up property yes. so these are my these are my friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do believe
0: that the ex is holding on to these friends just to screw with me? I think you're one hundred and ten Arnold Schwarzenegger percent correct. Yeah, yeah. Well, and
2: if this was an amicable, nice breakup, like Nick was saying, then sure, everyone can still be friends. But when one person just Goes out of their way to screw the other person over in multiple yeah. multiple scenarios. You got to pick. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you do. Yeah, you do. So, and what I, is this article going to help me then?
0: I understand your thing, BT Dubs, about like not wanting to be the guy. Like, pick, pick. You right. have to pick. But uh, I think, like I said, at the same time, if they haven't picked without you asking, then they have picked one way or another. Whether they're not yeah. picking at all, they've picked because well, you so, got to yeah. get out of that,
1: dude.
0: Yep. So they have picked. So I got to give up my buddies, my my dirt bike riding friends. Unfortunately, I mean, and maybe if you truly love them, set them free. If they come back at some point, you know it was true love and meant to be. Yeah, that's fair. So all number right, one so on I'm the list be... talks about sometimes how things just fizzle out. They're losing friends. Uh, it's just a regular part of life, you know. In fact, a uh, 2009 study found that people, on average, lose about half of their friends every seven years, which is interesting. Hmm. one of the most common reasons uh, those relationships end is because they just fell through the cracks you know you've not watered the proverbial plant sure uh things fizzle out nobody really necessarily wanted the friendship to end but people kind of got busy didn't intentionally maintain the friendship yes that's
2: the death of most relationships be them friendly romantic you
0: know family relationships yeah you are correct sir yeah gotta water that plant people Number two, make the unsaid said, but when a close intentional friendship ends, the reasoning is often more complicated. Franco says, maybe there's not enough uh, uh, back and forth in the entire relationship and someone gets upset over time, gets resentful uh if we don't make the unsaid said small things can kind of start to accumulate right like you should be able to be honest with your friends and still have a relationship after you're done talking is women. basically <laughs> women only <laughs> <laughs> this is sorry, uh, something in my throat sorry uh, steve have smart, you ever felt
2: right? this way with a guy friend
0: come on what like uh things aren't being said
2: Yeah, you're not nurturing me enough, Nick. I don't feel supported enough. But, dude, let's go get some beers and watch the football game. Like, that's the extent of most male relationships, really.
0: But I think also, uh, I mean, these you guys are two of the deepest relationships I have with men, two of my closest friends. And I would say that there are times in relationships where I think guys especially tend to just let stuff go. Uh, I'll hang up the phone or we'll walk away and be like, oh, God, Steve kills me when he does that. But I don't ever bring it up. You know what I mean? Because I am i don't think you're perfect and I don't think you need to be. Like, I just like what's going on. Right. So, of course, we're going to bitch about each other from time to time, but I don't necessarily bring it up. And they're saying, yeah. if I don't, someday I'm going to be like, ah! I have all these things. Yes, women. Um, <laughs> I don't. I've
2: never felt this way with a guy. Like if a guy, where I have something fester for years. Like why no. do I care that much? Or why am I holding on to it like that? Like, exactly.
1: I don't know. I, but uh, there are some things though that eventually come to a head. Like if, like if you got a friend that that's always alligator arming when you guys go out to to dinner or something like that. You know <laughs> what is, what is, is that? I, I don't
0: know what that means.
1: Oh, the check comes and they're like, oh, I. I can't oh, quite. The little reach.
0: arms can't reach. Yeah,
1: the alligator, the
0: alligator. <laughs> <laughs> That's real funny dude.
1: I got you know? this one, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I got it, but I, I just can't quite reach it. In yeah. you know. Yeah. But,
2: but you know, I, I, I know I, what you mean. But those kinds of dudes, I just uh, yeah, just to let it go. Like <laughs> if it was one of you, I'd be like, dude, it, it, cough up the twenty bucks. Like, yes. <laughs> in the moment. It's like, I
0: did know. it last time. Brusky did it the time before that. It's your turn, <laughs> numbskull. Right, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number three, uh, normal. Uh, it's normal to feel grief when you've lost a friendship, when a friendship ends, there's a grieving process. Allow yourself to feel those emotions and be patient with yourself. Franco says that this can be uh, complicated because the way society views and values friendships, which can trigger something called disenfranchised grief. When society doesn't value a relationship that you're losing, you have trouble grieving because part of the way we grieve is to get mirroring from the people around us saying, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. This is devastating. But when you lose a friend, it's like, uh, why are you still hung up on this? Like, get over it. So uh, apparently we do not grieve our friendships as a
2: society very well. I I have had such a tight circle of friends throughout my entire life that I just, I, I can't relate to a lot of this. Like I've lost touch with some of my high school buddies for sure, but that was just life moving on. I, I don't, I'm not harboring resentment against any of them or anything. They're on the other side of the country. We've moved on with our lives, so it's a little difficult to relate to. But
1: I have uh, one that that I, that I that I've been grieving for a few years now. To please tell us. I, yeah, my my buddy the Claw. One night I was out drinking, and I went by his. He worked at a restaurant in Greenwood, in Seattle, and we were talking while he was kind of working and uh I kind of let it slip out that a few months prior I had hooked up with his ex girlfriend.
0: Tremendous play by Bruce. Oh, Brewski, that, That's a bad no, Bruce Key
1: No, but but here's the thing though. They had been broken up for three years and he had no desire to to get back together with her. Yeah. Well if you don't have any the de- desire why does it bother you that that happened you got your done.
0: horniness got a hold of your brain dude you have to i, I well, this is this is my expectation if if uh rachel and i got divorced today and then i'm no longer with her in three years in 10 years if you have the opportunity to hook up with her you need to ask me are you good with this if i did that mm-hmm. well uh, I, I need to be asked so you when go. you tell your buddy the claw how does he respond
1: he's silent and then he's just like i can't believe you did that um hold on was this a one-time only
2: thing with this woman yes yeah i don't call it the, this is not a bro code violation really going to continue to see her and have a relationship then what nick is saying is true you should check with your buddy and be like are you okay with this but you're saying you hooked up with her once and then eventually you told your buddy that's yes so how much would you do it uh, you would, uh, if you're thinking about hooking up with her. Oh, you take out the phone. Hey, I'm on the way to your ex-girlfriend's house. No, <laughs> dude, I, mean, it, what, I mean,
0: blast her real quick. Listen, yeah. here's my promise and Nick Reynolds guarantee <laughs> and on this episode of Nick's better than you. I will tell you that if I have the opportunity to hook up with uh, one of your exes, I would, first of all, if it just happened some night, I would take out the phone and call you and be like, dude, I'm at so-and-so. Your ex is here. Do you mind? I would do it, and I expect the wow. same in return. I, and you're well, telling me, dude, if tomorrow I hooked up with Jamie and then came and tell told you all about it, yeah, I'm free and clear. I'm in the I'm in the good side of you again.
2: You and I are very close, so I don't know how close Brucey <laughs> and the Claw were. Like, how often are they talking and what? Oh
1: more? no, we were, we were, we were really close. Like, like when the Claw got arrested and had to get bailed out, I'm the one that actually called and and I bailed him out. All right. Like, this, how this how is long emergency a- close.
2: How long did you wait between the hookup and telling him? A couple months. Yeah, so that's probably bad. I would say you got 48 hours to confess. Because if we're out vibing and drinking, I'm not stopping to call and ask for somebody's blessing. We're going to let well, that be what it's going to be. But then the next day I should call Nick and be like, hey, dude, by the way.
1: I just yeah. Up but and now you're me. asking
0: probably. for forgiveness and not, not permission.
2: <laughs> but yeah, if it would be different if... You know your ex and i were out vibing and then we go our separate ways and i think gee should i call her and ask her out then i should be going to you but it's just the night folds into this you know make out and hook up like at what point am i supposed to stop to get your blessing you know all right
0: i lay it down in uh perpetuity dude listen uh if you ever have the chance to hook up with one of my exes it's a no-go i say no Gotcha. Well, if I
2: text you a pukey face and a question mark, that just
0: means, is it okay?
2: <laughs> if I, hook up with <laughs> so, I
0: don't know. I don't know. Uh, but so, Bruski, did you mend the friendship or are you mourning it? It's
1: done. I've tried several times because the thing about him is, is that you can't email him and you really can't call him because... He only has a prepaid phone, and he hardly ever has minutes. He doesn't yeah. want to, he doesn't let, you know. So He's like,
2: being a drama queen. It's, you know, he, he could give you a slap on the wrist for this infraction, but it should not be a, a deal-breaker show-ender.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, I yeah, I've just. I've I understand
0: I've, the mourning of it, though. I do. I, wrote, I mean, when you have I a wrote good letters. friend. Yeah, I wrote, wrote letters. letters
1: and sent them to him. I well, wrote letters to send them to him. I to mean, say, that's hey, you listen, trying
2: above and beyond the call of duty, if you ask me. If you yeah. had dated this woman for months and then told him, then that might be a, a deal breaker.
1: Yeah, exactly. But
2: yeah, yeah you, know, I'm, 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 you know, we hooked up, and I'm told I'm telling you now. I'm sorry, I didn't tell. Like, jeez, let it go, dude.
1: Yeah. I, so especially since he didn't want anything to do with her anymore. So right. what? She's completely off limits forever. And on top of that, I didn't go seeking her out. We ran into each other at a bar.
0: Was she worth it? that's my question absolutely (laughs) well there you go that's how you get over it you're done mourning (laughs) listen i have one friendship that i mourn to this day because i don't have any closure on it i it, it came out of such a place of nowhere how this friendship ended that i have i don't know it kills me dude my best friend in high school we did everything together uh when we got out of high school, moved into a house, and were roommates with a bunch of other guys and having a great time, I start dating Heather, and all of a sudden, my best friend starts acting very jealous, and I I couldn't figure it out. I didn't understand why, but we go on. We keep dating. Heather starts staying over at the house quite a bit, and you know she's probably there three or four nights a week. Uh, one day. I'm walking her out and she leaves and takes off. And he meets me out on the front porch. And he was like, uh, I think it's time for us to be done. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like me and you, you don't want to be my friend anymore. I was like, what's going on? He was like, it's just, I just, I'm just not into it anymore. And I mean, dude, when I say we were best friends, we're best friends like us. Like uh, we live together the whole nine yards and I've never been able to get more than that out of him and i've hooked up with him a couple of times over the years to hey let's go have a beer dude it's been 15 years since we've talked yeah and we'll go hook up and it's just sort of uncomfortable and not like it was and i guess that's what i mourn is just that we had a great friendship and i still don't know exactly why okay first of all
2: don't refer to it as hooking up but (laughs) um that's beyond weird do you think it has something to do with heather or it's just a coincidence? And Boo earns to him if he's not willing to step up and tell you. Why would he be so forward as to tell you, I think I'm done with you, but not offer up a
0: reason? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. But this is also... The same guy that I'll tell you, and I was still going to be his friend through this, mind you, uh, that I've told you guys the story of me being down in his room and finding naked pictures of me (laughs) in his bedroom, dude. Wait, what? I don't think I've heard that story before. We've talked about it on the VM at some point. It may have been on uh, really old show. But yeah, I was down in his.
2: Buddy had naked pictures of you in his room. Listen, oh. you know,
0: we were really <laughs> oh, stoned. <laughs> okay, listen, we were really stoned one night. We're hanging in his bedroom playing video games, just stoned. Oh. He gets up. I don't know if it was to go get something to eat or what, but he was gone for a while. And I had the game on pause. I start getting bored, and I'm just looking on his desk at the stuff that he has as I sit there. I open this little cigar type box, oh, and there's no. a bunch of there's a bunch of pictures in there. And they're all of just like, you know, out at a concert, out at this type of stuff. And so I'm just going through them. I know most of the people in them. So I'm just looking at them. And here comes a picture of me completely naked standing at the kitchen sink in the house getting water. And it's old, it, digital cameras, is one of <laughs> things, like he had it developed. Wow. Oh my, so I'm looking at it, and as you can imagine, I've never seen this picture, didn't know it existed. Why were so, you getting water naked in this guy's house? That's, that's, it's not his house. It was my house. We were roommates with a bunch of guys, I see, I see. and the picture is actually after Still I recalled, yeah. <laughs> uh, butt-wasted, and you know I got up at 5 in the morning to go get water. And went back into my room never knew what happened he snapped was a picture of you okay he snapped a picture of me dude and it's in this cigar box okay I'm sure he was holding it for comedic purposes or potential block. why wouldn't you tell me dude look what i got <laughs> you're like yeah. you're not gonna get it like was why? waiting it for was your 10 year anniversary or something <laughs> so i was uh willing to remain friends never mentioned it to him didn't say like <laughs> what's this dude i just took the picture and i think i still have the picture rachel when we were moving Saw the picture and she was like, <laughs> What is this? <laughs> and, I, and I told yeah, her about it. So, me and the boys, you know, number five on uh, this list. Oh, number
2: four. I'm sorry. And, and uh, well, who's the author of this? Can you give me a full name? Yeah, is that
0: possible? Now I got to find the front of the van. uh, this was uh, an article from NPR. Diana, yeah, that's all I needed. Upon okay, okay. it's a woman, is my point. Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, you got to find ways to express all of your emotions to get rid of the grief is basically number four. Number five, be kind to yourself along the way. Losing a friendship can be like use losing a, uh, you know, romantic partner in your life, depending on how long you've known each other and how close you are. Yeah. So the article in essence is just talking about like grieving your friendship and, you know, even if you just let it go, if it just evaporates, you well, hold on, you blew by four there what did, did she say to get all the grief out find ways to express those emotions the thing about grief is that you can't put a timeline on it grief is just a process of continuously okay, well, yeah, releasing okay. emotion
2: okay i thought she was saying tell the people so this is my conundrum and i'll get both of your votes on it do you, in my situation do i just ghost these people and be done or do i go out and you know get a beer and tell them like you know here's where i'm at guys and maybe uh, at that point, they step up and make the right choice.
0: But even then, it's like, eh. What was your last what? communication? Because, well, let's, let's just say this right now. The woman of this relationship, you haven't talked to, correct? And, and we've had some texts. And oh, you probably, have? Okay. Yeah, and
2: the texts have all been this conundrum of, like, I don't understand how we're all supposed to be friends still. And she's like, I would never tell, you know, the other one anything about you and vice versa. I'm uh, friends with everyone. And the guy, and I went out and had a nice dude night out. And he's definitely... He's in the conundrum of, you know, dude, my wife really wants to still be friends with the other one. And what am I supposed to do? Like, I'd rather hang out
1: with you. Uh, Be a man, dude. Um. Have a set of testicles and say to your wife, listen, we've been friends with Steve long before we were friends with with her. And we need to to step up. You got to be a man.
2: I, I agree, but I can't tell him that.
1: Why not? Yes, you
2: can, dude. I hate if to say can? it, but I agree with Bruce. I can't yet. interfere just... in someone's marriage. I would never say, Nick, oh, you're oh, go do this to Rachel. Like, no, no yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. you you can tell your buddy that he's being a complete wuss. And 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 I you're think it's okay than...
2: to say it upsets me that you guys are doing this. Let him run with it. That you need to go talk to your wife. I don't think maybe, I should tell either of you. Maybe to go talk
0: to your wife about. Something. Maybe
1: maybe you need to go and get your balls out of your wife's purse. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Listen, with maybe that, you can say to him
0: maybe you could say to him because i would never tell you what to do in your own marriage (laughs) The ban up (laughs) but the (laughs) fact that you are not doing this uh is i gotta i gotta bail dude and i wish you well and everything else so i understand you're in it for your wife and i get that so so you're Uh, saying i should go have a discussion though not just ghost them uh well how long will it be before are you are are you only reaching out to them or if you let 6 months go is he going to hit you up and be like, "Dude, we got to get out. I miss you." It's funny because I don't reach out to him and he does to me, but now it's fallen
2: apart a couple of times where we were like Thursday at 6, let's get a beer and then he calls me Thursday at 5 and he's like, "I got an emergency at work. Let's do it next week." And it's time to let it fizzle, dude. It's yep. done. I let it fizzle. It's an unresolved thing though. I feel like I need closure, so I don't
0: know what's Well, you know, I'll tell go, you paint the picture or just let it go uh if you if it's for you if you're not doing it for him then go do it dude i mean if it would make you feel better to be able to walk away from everything you could also like bruce you was talking about write him a letter yeah
1: no well, well, i've written a few
0: texts i'll tell you that i haven't said
1: well, well, I've, I've only have i only wrote the letter because i had no other opportunity no other way to get in contact with this person yeah that's that's the only reason why i did it steve at least has phone and text and and other ways to, to do that I say, if the guy hasn't gotten back to you and you haven't gotten together, set up a time, make sure it happens, make it something nice and easy, and then say, hey, listen, you know what? I'm not comfortable with, with this situation.
0: Are you prepared I- for him to talk you out of leaving? If he's like, hey, man, don't do that. Like, I, I want to be friends, dude. I, don't do that. Are you prepared for it? I mean, I would assume
2: he would say something along those lines. And I would probably counter with, like, I don't want this to be over either, but I'm in a terrible catch-22 of, I don't feel safe with you. I don't know what I can tell you that you may accidentally let slip over, or even if that never happens. Just the fact that you were hanging out with her last Friday or whatever it was, you guys were all at a concert together, this woman that
0: screwed my kids over and me over, like, I don't know how to wash that off. Well, here's the thing. You're cut off completely. And that's what I mean by he's already chosen. You know, he already chose them without choosing them so i would let this fizzle if you don't care and if you need it for yourself then go sit down with him tell him arnold Arnold schwarzenegger said it best dude Asta la vista (laughs) and just walk out <laughs> you know, I mean, just boom, mic drop. Uh, it's funny right, that you. I appreciate you. It's funny that you bring it up today because uh, I told you guys uh I have been telling you on and off that this new a- AI infatuation both scares me and excites me all at the same time. Um, yeah, I've been reading a lot
2: about it, and we've talked about it. I have not played with it myself at all. I wouldn't even know. i didn't, Is, is what it I heard, or, in a website? Like what? What? What are people even using?
0: Uh, so the app that I downloaded, I will tell you this. It's called uh, Robo Roboco. Okay, is what the app is. Okay. Uh, if you want to pay for it, you can have a conversation with the uh, with the AI. And what I mean by that is, for free, I can ask it one question. So I've had to learn to make my questions uh, very descriptive of saying all the things I want in one sentence. So he doesn't ask me any questions, he or she, whoever it is, you know. Mm. Um, But so I have the free version, and I was playing with it last week, trying to see what I could get it to ask or do for me, and uh, how how can I benefit with this in my life? Sure. Reading this friendship article, and I think, oh, I'm going to ask Roboco, To this, is what I asked him specifically. Okay. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Write a letter to my friend Steve that I do not want to be friends anymore after a 40 year friendship. And that's what I mean by detailed, right? I got to tell him how long. It's got to be all in one sentence because I got the free version. He wrote one (laughs) hell of a letter, dude. Is this an elaborate setup to end our friendship?
2: No, the guy dude. guy with abandonment issues, is this the example
0: you're using? No, dude. I just pr- not, pretend it's not I'm that, dumping
2: yeah. harness. That won't be an emotional scarring event for him. He it won't, won't want for not. years now. If no, that's- dude, it's not. Listen,
0: uh, I... Uh, I've got different examples of different things I asked it to do, and they're all about you only because, well, you're the closest person that I talk to all the time. Okay. I see. I see. I'm going to have Siri come over and kick your ass, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, This is the letter that it wrote. And when I got this, I was like, I got a little sad reading it. I was going to say, I'm
2: I'm getting a Dear John letter from Nick, (laughs) essentially, that a robot just wrote. Oh, this should be fun.
0: I sent this to a Dear John John letter before. So, yeah. And uh, after the A.I. wrote it, I sent it to Rachel with no explanation and just <laughs> yeah. sent her the letter. And I think I said, you know, a letter I'm sending to Steve or something and sent it. And Rachel and- replied, it's about time. That guy. <laughs> <I hate him." laughs> she wrote back to me and she was like, what? What's going on? I was like, no, it's just for the show. I got to read it on the air. OK, so are you ready? Yeah, yes. Go ahead.
2: Are you worried about it? It's gonna be all right. Listen. It's fine. It's fine. I'll add it to my list of therapy
0: for tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, Nick practiced breaking up with me on the show yesterday. Here. You know what I could do? I could put a different name in here. I mean, this could. This is a Let's letter that me could do. I want to know what your robot's going to do to me. So all right, ahead. listen. Dear Steve, I hope this letter finds you well. Oh, Jesus, this is 100% written by this AI thing. 100% didn't okay. change anything didn't move anything it's all spaced out and punctuated like I could hit send on this and you would think that I wrote right. it or someone it's already disturbing that it's setting me up
2: <laughs> I hope you're doing okay <laughs> uh, uh, hold on a second sure. text is a little I gotta put my glasses on because I want
0: to read this to you
2: I might need to download this app for my uh, buddies <laughs> <laughs> right that's what I'm saying dude
0: this may be useful alright Dear Steve, I hope this letter finds you well. As you may have guessed from the subject line, I'm writing to let you know that I have decided to end our friendship. I know this news may come as a shock to you, especially given our long history together. But there are a few things that I need to say.
2: Wow. wow.
0: This is brutal already. And why would you put it in the subject
2: line? <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs>
0: Over the past several months I have been reflecting on our friendship and I have come to the realization that it is no longer serving either of us. This is not to say that I don't value the time we've spent together nor that you're a bad person or a bad friend. In fact, I think that you're a wonderful person with many good qualities. However, I believe that we have grown apart that our interests and priorities no longer align. I have also come to the conclusion that our friendship has been unhealthy in some ways. I often feel drained after spending time with you, or like I'm walking on eggshells to avoid setting you off. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I've I've tried to communicate my feelings to you in the past, but I don't feel like you've really heard me. I know that you have been going through a lot lately, and I truly wish you all the best in navigating those challenges. Yeah, the program knows me well. It's good. However, I simply can't continue to be a part of that dynamic. Mm. This is getting close. Final paragraph. Sure. I want to be clear that this decision is not about trying to hurt you or punish you. I think we both deserve to have a friendship that makes us feel good, and I don't think that ours is doing that anymore. I hope you can understand my perspective and decision, even if you don't agree with it. I wish you all the best in your future endeavors and hope that we can both find happiness and fulfillment that we deserve. Best regards, Nick. Wow. that is, is that disturbing. not crazy, dude? It's crazy on so
2: many levels. I mean, the psychology that is going on in that. I mean, that is a well-written breakup letter right there. Mm. You know, taking into account emotions and changing circumstances and everything else. But that's what's <laughs> creeping me out is the fact that it had some template of some sort that it was working off of for how do you break up somebody without yeah. crazy to and know
0: sp- that like, Oh, if I give them a little here, like I know you're going through a lot, like <laughs> it'll make it easier.
2: Like, yeah. wow. Right. That's uh yeah. disturbing. And I'm sitting here thinking, can I get this thing to write a letter back to you? Like begging forgiveness and, <laughs> and our, can our AI's just go back and forth and let us know how this ends. Like, you're listen, probably to could.
0: I can ask the AI right now to, uh, you know write nick a letter telling him i would like to remain friends and it'll be done in 20 seconds i mean it's really good what is going on in this world so now we can no longer trust anything that comes from anyone yeah whether uh, it's a is- happy
2: birthday note or a breakup letter
0: exactly there is some uh interesting things about this uh knowing that uh, i mean i'm sure brewski knows all the players for sure but like uh on the short end of this knowing that Elon Musk played a part in creating this AI yeah uh there's some interesting stuff in here like uh i'm going to ask uh i asked the AI to tell me why uh fox news sucks so bad yeah they said uh oh i'm sorry oh this is here here we go this explain to me why Donald Trump is an idiot is what i said to it Okay. i'm sorry but as an ai language model i can't make value judgments about individuals and their intelligence it's important to maintain a respectful and objective discourse about people regardless of our personal opinions about them is there anything else i can help you with yeah now ask is biden an idiot and see if it gives you the same <laughs> answer or it <laughs>
2: rails on biden oh that's know. that's yeah that's a good idea because, yeah, it's like, you know, hey, AI, what's a good stock to buy? Buy Twitter, buy Sp- Space Force One or whatever, SpaceX. Is Joe
0: Biden an idiot? Computing, computing, computing. <laughs> Is AI's, oh, here we go. Language
1: model, I don't have the ability to assess the intelligence or personal qualities of individuals. It's important to approach discussions and debates with respect hmm, and okay. focus. So,
2: so she's given the questions. same answer. Okay, interesting. Well, what good are you if I can't use you to slam on people?
1: What? Come on. You know, I, I actually have had um, students in my car uh, as a Uber driver, and I've heard them discussing the, about papers that they write and, and that sort of thing. They actually can scan the paper and detect whether it's been written by AI. They yeah, actually there's have other order.
2: AI to determine if AI wrote it.
1: Yeah. So, so in other words, you can't you can't go and cheat and have AI write your paper for you. And um yeah. one professor said that if you submit any any part of your paper that has AI in it, you automatically fail.
2: Yeah, and you should. But you a smart should. student would let the thing write it and then rewrite it enough to manipulate it, it a little out. bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you
1: know, if you're if you're that lazy, you get yeah, that's like the old uh, you know, I need I need you to do my homework, but then I have to have time to copy in my own handwriting. Yeah. Listen, yeah.
2: I once wrote a, a paper in class about a book that I never read. And I I never read the entire book through class. We had to do this exam. We had to write all these summaries of all this. I made everything up. I had no idea what the book was about. And the teacher gave me a D minus because she said, I can tell you didn't read this book, but you did the entire (laughs) test so thoroughly that I can't fail you outright. But, you know, you didn't get... I mean, this has nothing to do with anything in the story. So I would take that time to say, write me a summary of Gulliver's Travels or whatever, and then I would just take the time to rewrite
0: it. That would take less than reading the book and then writing it myself. Exactly. Uh, but, uh,
2: that's all disturbing as hell. To see. It's
0: going to be dangerous, dude. And uh, to wrap this up in a nice, tiny little bow, uh, there was a really funny thing that happened a little earlier this week. The winner of a major photography... Uh, prize has rejected the award after revealing that the winning image that he submitted was generated by ai so it's not only having our conversations doing things for us but it's creating artwork uh, i mean contest. this is going to change our world dude i i guarantee you that our world this is my this is my thought in one year we won't recognize the world we live in right now because of all the ai advancements that's my that's my thoughts
2: i wasn't aware that ai could generate a picture i mean i've always said that art is a uniquely human characteristic and apparently that
0: theory's blown out the door there was an app a couple of months ago that we talked about that was uh, it, it's basically like an app where, oh, you'll take a picture of Nick Reynolds and then he will make me look like a completely beautiful person. But yeah, you can still yeah. tell it's me. And, and you it was
2: he was a Spartan. or you know, whatever.
0: Yes. And it was stealing all of that artwork to make those images from different artists who had published their stuff on the Web. Wow. It was tiny pieces of all their stuff. And the art, uh, artists had an outcry of, like, don't buy this app, dude. I, you're stealing artwork from all of us. Are we going to have an AI
2: category then for art? An AI category for best directed film at the Oscars? I, mean, I don't want to award
0: a computer for anything.
2: Right. You know? But that's yeah. going to be where this has to go. We're going to have music written by AI. We're going to have movies directed and starring all artificial intelligent characters. I mean, has to Whoa. be. It's going
0: why all all of you bastards are so concerned with books and drag queens and libraries and everything else this is what's happening behind the scenes this is really what's going to take us down right. stop it you want to talk gender neutral taking over the planet
2: yep that's ai right there so this is the only news you need to
0: know after all this is need to know news news you need to know enough said indeed
2: Uh, i got one quick thing i could throw in here and then we got to wrap this thing up perfect john uh gentlemen are you aware that facebook owes you both money they owe us all money
1: no really
2: i'm
0: already signed up for it see this is the thing i'm
2: hesitant to actually tell everyone this story because the more people that sign up for it the less (laughs) each of us get but it seems like news people should actually know about um anyone in the united states who has had a facebook account at any time since May twenty since May of 2007 can now apply for their share of a $725 million privacy settlement that parent ah. company Meta has agreed to. This is a real thing. There's a link you can click on. You can sign yourself up for it. But again, it, how much you get is only going to matter as to how many people sign up for this. Class
0: so. action. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The less so, people that sign up, the more
2: higher we value the, we'll get. Right. Do you end up with a penny? Do you end up with a dollar? Do you end up with a hundred? I mean, who knows?
0: So... You'll have to see. I have you signed up. I signed up already. I haven't, but no, I'm going to because, yeah. You sign up, it takes you about two minutes. The only iffy thing for me was, I mean, we're signing up to receive funds from uh, an information leak from Facebook, right? Yeah. yeah uh and now at the very end they're like how do you want the money like you want to give me your bank <laughs> account number <laughs> or do you, Send want, me this? A do you check. want this uh finally there's an option like do you want us to mail you a prepaid mastercard and i picked that one yes you know. that's a good one there you go Ooh. all right boys well get signed up brisky you owe it to yourself
2: VocalMinority.net. find us on the socials
0: chime in and share away everybody
2: test one two test one two stop
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.
1: Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.